Welcome to The Upper Left. Each week, you'll hear startup founders and co-founders, corporate executives, angel investors, venture capitalists, and economic development officials discussing entrepreneurship and innovation in The Upper Left. Now, here are your hosts. Good afternoon, listeners. Lee Reeves coming to you from Edmonds, Washington. You are listening to The Upper Left, a podcast about scaling entrepreneurship and innovation in the upper left. Officially kicking off season number two of The Upper Left, we have a phenomenal guest uh, joining us today, Matt Rubright from Silicon Valley Bank. Matt, great to have you, man. How are you doing? Doing great, Lee. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. Excellent. Well, hey, man, I, uh, I'm super excited to have you on the show. You know, you and I were just talking before we started about how we, how we reconnected recently at Techstars Demo Night during Seattle Startup Week. Tell me, what have you, what have you been up to the last uh, six to eight months and how did, you, how did you make your way to Silicon Valley Bank? Yeah, it's, it's serendipitously, you know, if we go back a year, I think that's when we first met at Startup Week last year. So uh, great to reconnect and have an opportunity to join you here. Um, so my background, I, I came out of management consulting, kind of came up in the enterprise technology world across retail, payments, uh, healthcare, telco, companies across that kind of range. Um, but over time, kind of decided I wanted to move more in, in, into the world of startups. I, I had a little bit of exposure through some consulting projects where I was working with startups and kind of helping them connect with large enterprises. Um, and realize for me personally and, and what I wanted to do in my career is help startups thrive here in the Pacific Northwest. And so, you know, when the opportunity came up to, to join the team at Silicon Valley Bank, uh, I, you know, I, I got to meet the team and get exposed to kind of the, the value they were bringing to the local ecosystem and uh, jumped at the opportunity. And so, so far, so good, right? I mean, you, you enjoy the role. I, I, you know, I follow you on, uh, on LinkedIn. I, you're on Twitter. Um, you're active. You're out and about. What, tell me, you know, what's, what's your presence like in the market? Like, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I think the, the first thing that always comes to mind for me and, and why I love my job is, uh, you know, I get paid to learn. So most of my day is out and about meeting entrepreneurs, meeting investors, meeting pretty much anyone kind of in the startup ecosystem um, to understand what they're trying to build and how we may be able to help. And so for me, you know, most of my day is, is really just thinking about how do I add value to the community, which is a, a pretty unique role. Um, at its core, you know, my job is really focused on how do we become a business partner. Um, but kind of layered on top of what we do is this community development piece. So, um, you know, I think that you ran into me at, at Techstars. I'm, I'm sure we'll run into each other here again shortly, but um, that's why my job is a lot of fun is I spend most of my day outside of the office meeting people who are building cool uh, new technologies and projects. Talk, talk a little bit about, um, about Silicon Valley Bank and, and the company's interest in the, you know, in the early stage startup. What, you know, what, what do you guys offer an early stage company that's, that's interested in, in partnering with you guys? Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that and how that, how that works. Yeah, sure. So, um, maybe we take a step back. So Silicon Valley bank, um, banks, what we call the innovation economy. And that, that really for us is focused on tech and life sciences. Um, the way I kind of think about it is, you know, all of our clients are focused on, using every single dollar they have to increase their probability of succeeding, right? How do I stretch my dollar to, to add the most value to my company as I possibly can? 
Um, you know, that applies for the startup that just incorporated yesterday and, and is self-funded, um, all the way up to the big public companies that, that we also work with. And so our goal and our job here as, as a bank that's focused on these types of companies is to understand kind of their journey from the time that they start the company and the moments uh, along kind of that, that startup journey and how do we build products and, and financial services around those moments to be helpful. And so at the earliest stages, um, I think the most common conversation I have with brand new companies is, hey, I'm a new entrepreneur. I'm out there focused on the million things I need to do to, to make this business viable or, or learn what product to build. Um, I need a banking partner that I can trust that I know will take care of things um, without me having to spend too much time on it. And so at our core, um, from a banking platform for early stage startups, it's how do we build a, a solution that just gives them basic banking, doesn't cost them um, a lot of money out the gate so they can invest that money in the, the actual business. And it's just there as kind of a strategic advisor on what we're seeing in the community, you know, what investors are out there in the space that, that they're building in in particular what entrepreneurs that might've gone through similar phases of building a company recently that we can connect them with. Um, and a lot of other just kind of value added services to try and help increase their probability of success. That's so, the way I look at it. So from your perspective, uh, you know, take us through a couple of, uh, a couple of use cases, right? Where you, you work with an early stage company and they, they kind of, you know, they fit the criteria, right? They think that Silicon Valley bank is, is a great partner. The, the company's a great partner, but take a step back and talk about some of the, some of the challenges that these, that these companies face and how, how you're able to help them overcome those challenges. And the reason I ask that is because, you know, you can always learn from other people's, they're not necessarily mistakes, right? But they, they, they make a decision based on a set of information that they have. Uh, and in retrospect, that might be a mistake, but they, they made it at the time. So just, just kind of walk us through some of the challenges that you see these companies face and how you see them overcome those challenges from the Silicon Valley Bank perspective. Yeah. So, um, like I said earlier, my job is, is really, lear I'm learning every day. And so the, the great part for, for me is, you know, in, in dealing with so many early stage startups, I get to see and get exposed to a lot of those challenges that you mentioned, um, and get to see how entrepreneurs, uh, tackle those challenges, how they may overcome them, what missteps they might make. Um, and then, kind of aggregate that learning as a team. So when I'm meeting with that next entrepreneur who's, I don't know, maybe looking for early stage angel fundraising, um, I can be more of an advisor in that regard. Um, so I would say some of the things that I see most commonly, I guess, to your point about kind of challenges that early stage uh, startups are facing, one is just at, at the core of proving business value, right? Being able to find, um, or figure out what the customer they're trying to serve, what problem they have and, and how to build a product that helps solve that. I think, um, you know, we could give all the advice in the world, but at a very fundamental level, you know, building a startup is hard. And so uh, finding that fit and product market fit is, is always the hardest piece. But I think that the comp one of the most common things that I run into is 
okay, I've, I've got an idea, I'm building a product, I'm getting it out there, but I don't understand necessarily the ecosystem around my startup, how to meet the right people to help kind of build my business. How do I access talent? Where is their capital available for a company like mine? A lot of these bigger questions um, that surround building a product that if you haven't gone through the process, you, you probably don't know that well. So, I see uh, my team in particular spending a lot of our time at the earliest stages just trying to help educate a lot of early stage startups on what resources are available to them um, and how to think about some of those fundamental questions around building a business. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a, really, that's a really great observation. Um, and I, I would second that observation, right? Um, there's, uh, you, you don't know what you don't know. And uh, unfortunately, maybe there's a lot that you just don't know in this city. You just don't know about it, right? And, and even in kind of this region in the Pacific Northwest, because, you know, there are so many resources available um, for entrepreneurs and for startups. And, you know, part of the challenge uh, a lot of the time is just sifting through, you know, which resource is viable and, and which isn't, right? Or, you know, who, who is this person that I'm talking to? You know, can they really, you know, deliver value for me in, in some form or fashion? Um, is this person really an investor? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are, like, are they actually, right. you know, investing in companies? So there's all sorts of questions around that. And, um, you know, you're obviously, you're doing the grind on a day-to-day basis. You're in the community. I, I would imagine you probably see some of those, some of those observations as well from, from entrepreneurs and things like that. Um, let's take a step back and, and talk a little bit about the ecosystem. You know, Seattle is, is, has been, I guess, is growing uh, gangbusters, man. You know, it seems like there's a new startup, you know, popping up every single day of the week. You know, I was obviously trolling GeekWire earlier today and, you know, there's a new uh, blockchain company that just raised like $150 million uh, and they're projecting that this company is going to raise like $250 million before it's all said and done. So, um, you know, just give us your perspective on the ecosystem and, and how, what are, your, what are some resources that you might recommend for people just to keep up to date with everything that's happening? Yeah, uh, it's a great point. I mean, uh, it's an exciting time to be in Seattle and the Pacific Northwest in general. I think Seattle's story of technology is a little bit different and unique from other markets. Um, but at its core, I think if, if you go back even, what, two decades, you look at some of the large foundational public institutions and companies that have been here to kind of develop talent pools. Um, you know, obviously Microsoft and Amazon uh, come to mind. And then obviously UW is a public institution. Um, but on top of that, and, and you mentioned GeekWire, um, they published something recently around how many companies have moved to Seattle or set up engineering centers here locally to help access that talent and give something over just over a hundred companies have set up engineering centers from large tech companies. And so at, at its core, I think, you know, all of these companies coming to Seattle has, has not only helped pull talent out of the community, but also brings a lot of talent to Seattle. And so, you know, over time, I think that's bearing fruit in the startup ecosystem because a lot of those folks have, have kind of, uh, you know, earn their chops at, at some of these companies and now are identifying where there's opportunity to go out and build something of their own. And so um, to your point, yeah, there, there's a lot of energy here, probably seen a lot of really big deals in the, in the market. I, 
convoys one that comes to mind what a couple of weeks ago and very large raise and and so i think these large uh fundraises even help further kind of tell our story as an ecosystem that there's a lot of great things going on here in seattle yeah, that's you know on the on the topic of, of convoy. Yeah, convoy comes to mind, right? Just, it was maybe a month ago, right? They they raised a significant round of money, and obviously this this company on Geekwire this morning raised a raised a lot of money. Um, it, it, I know there's a lot of people that talk about you know kind of a, a capital gap, right, from like the Series A to Series B uh, company, but damn, I tell you what, it seems like there's no shortage of of money here, right? Because the companies that you know, they've got a founding team that's maybe been together in a previous company or have that, you know, that deep, what they call domain expertise. Like those teams don't seem to have a problem raising significant amounts, you know, significant amounts of capital to, to stand up a company. Um, so I don't know, man, I don't know if there's a shortage of capital here or not. Uh, you know, just to take it a step further, it seems like you're not really hearing a lot about, you know, kind of your, your small round angel deals, right? Back, let's say two, three years ago, it was, you know, half a million here, a million here. Um, and now the only news I'm really seeing is like you know, five, six, seven, 10 million, $150 million, like first rounds, right? So, I don't know if you're getting that observation or not, but that's one of the things that I've that I've noticed uh, about Seattle recently. Yeah, I, uh, to that point, I I think uh, if you were to open GeekWire or any other publication, kind of talking about Seattle tech, you'd see a lot of those large deals. And um, something I talk to my clients a lot about is it, it's great to see that happen, and it's good for the community. But as an early stage entrepreneur. Um, not to fall victim to a mindset of that's commonplace. Um, you know, there's a lot of fundamental uh, strength to those companies that have gotten to that point. I think if you talk to the, the founders at, at Convoy, they would probably tell you an early stage story that that had its own challenges. Um, but in terms of capital and the market, especially at that early stage, um, yeah, there, there's a lot. I would say there's a lot more money and the, the community has developed quite a bit in that regard. Um, you're finding a lot more of kind of like on ramps to entrepreneurship um, than you may have found, geez, even five, six, seven years ago to try and um, provide avenues for folks who may work at Microsoft, Amazon, Expedia, T-Mobile, some of these big companies in the area to kind of take that leap and, and go do it. Um, of course, there could always be more money, but, um, to a point you made much earlier is, is how do you find the right resources, the right investor with the right type of capital at the right time. And so um, I think we can always do work to help better bridge people to those opportunities and help educate on how to access them. Um, so that that's a large part of what I'm focused on is, is how do I help entrepreneurs think about accessing capital what they need to do to be prepared and, and what fundamentals from the business that they're building that companies or investors are going to expect of them. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting take. I, back a couple of years ago, somebody, uh, I'll, I'll never forget this because I didn't really think about it at the time, but I do think about it a lot now. Somebody once said to me that, you know, money always has a personality, right? So, you know, you, you accept money from, from an individual or individuals and, uh, 
unfortunately or fortunately, the personalities of that money will always follow you <laughs> because you're, you're tied to that person or persons, right, for the duration of your company in, in, in many cases. So that's uh, an important point, I think, that um, from my perspective, I think a lot of people that I've talked to forget is that money, yeah. does, money does have a personality. Um, and the, the, the second the second point I think that's that's really interesting as well that kind of ties into um, you know domain expertise and things of that nature. One of the things that I've noticed recently is uh, you know venture capital firms here in Seattle uh, trying to try to really figure out how to get to more senior level talent earlier, mm-hmm. um, and you know I, I think most everybody may or may or may not agree that, you know, somebody who works at Amazon, who's got, you know, eight, nine, 10 years of experience at Amazon, and they may be, you know, senior engineer or something like that. You know, a lot of times those people, not only do they bring experience, but they bring, they bring capital because they do quite well at some of these, these larger companies. And one of the things that I've noticed is that VCs are trying to get to this more senior talent earlier. Um, you notice, you know, Madrona has opened up the Create 33 space uh, downtown uh, on the 33rd floor of the, the Wells Fargo building. Um, I, I did notice back a week and a half ago that uh, that Pioneer Square Labs is, is now kind of taking coffee meetings and things like that in the Amazon neighborhood. Um, and so that, that's a really interesting concept to think about, right? Because everybody's trying to figure out you know, how do we build relationships with entrepreneurs earlier? Um, so I don't know if that's something that you've noticed or not either. Yeah, I, th- I think, well, two things come to mind. One, I, I think it's great because from the entrepreneur perspective, I think um, it's becoming uh, more competitive for investors to to lend their capital to, to startups. And so you're seeing a lot of investors find ways, not only here in Seattle, but nationally, um, finding other ways to add value to businesses and, and build their offerings as, as more than just capital, right? So you mentioned Pioneer Square Labs, Madrona has created obviously Madrona Venture Labs and Create 33. And some, there's some level of kind of like vertical integration almost of their, their pipeline um, to do that. Um, but to your point, Seattle is an, an interesting market in that we do have a ton of talent in these large companies. And so um, you have uh, folks like Pioneer Square Labs looking to pull senior level talent out to kind of run companies. I think if you, you look at PSL in general and look at a lot of the spin outs there, you'll find um, strong business leaders that have great experience from the Amazons and Googles of the world coming in. Um, so I think it's, it's both positive for the entrepreneur for that to happen. Um, and I think it just shows that um, venture capital is about more than just providing capital, right? It's, it's about providing expertise and finding ways to, to, to build businesses with the best team possible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally, I totally agree with that. Uh, let's let's kind of dive back into the, the Silicon Valley bank stuff because what I want to know is, you know, wh- where are you where are you spending your time? Like, where where can an entrepreneur, you know, a founder who's in a in a startup that that's got a you know a potential a need to work with Silicon Valley Bank? Like, how, how can we find you? Where where do you hang out at? What types of events do you go to? Um, how how do we meet you? 
Yeah, uh, thanks. Great question. Um, so first, I think like like anyone else in this community, um, I often look at the the GeekWire calendar, for example, of things just going on in Seattle Tech. Um, you know, there there's so much going on, and 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 different types of events all over the city. There's meetups, there's conferences, there's um, all sorts of stuff that you can get involved in. And so like anybody else, I'm, I'm out there trying to be involved as much as possible. Um, Cause a lot of my job is, Hey, go attend this event. You have no idea who's, who's going to be there, but uh, it's, it's a group of folks that are excited about building startups. And so uh, try and make serendipitous connections with, with people who might need help. Um, so I would say first and foremost, start there. If, if you're, you know, really early stage or a really a startup of any kind, you know, there, there's great access to stuff through things like the GeekWire calendar. Um, but obviously you can also find me and reach out for, for coffee at any time on, on LinkedIn or email or whatever, even Twitter, you can find me. Um, so really I'm open to, to conversations with anyone trying to build uh, a startup, no matter how mature that idea is. One other shameless plug I'll give, um, there's something called uh, Seattle uh, Startup Coffee um, that's hosted out of Galvanize, I believe, on every other Tuesday morning. Um, that's just bringing folks together to focus on, hey, I, you know, I have an idea, maybe I'm still at my job, but this is something I'm thinking about. You know, come, come meet up with other folks and uh, talk about, you know, who else is trying to start something? Um, and so I, I attend Seattle coffee or startup coffee um, just to even talk about, talk to people who haven't necessarily started their business. Um, so I'm pretty accessible for anyone who's kind of thinking about it, um, has started their own business, maybe looking for a co-founder really at any stage. Excellent. Yeah. I think uh, doesn't John, John Seacrest uh, host, host that event, right? Every, I think every other week. He does. He's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he's one of those folks out there in the, the startup community who does a lot at the early stages. So also a great resource. Yeah, yeah. John's a John's a great guy. All right, Matt. So so tell me a little bit about you know what what kind of technology do you like and and what are some of the spaces that that you plan some of the some of the market verticals. Yeah. So. Um, you know, obviously cover a pretty broad range of, of kind of the innovation economy here locally, but one area that I'm particularly uh, fond of and spend my time in, in enterprise B2B is, is kind of the, um, the broad kind of AI space. Um, what excites me about what's happening here in Seattle are uh, companies that are, are working across a range of software enabled hardware, um, which obviously requires a, a massive amount of kind of compute power on the device. So, start talking about edge computing. Um, and then the, the AI that, that's needed to actually bring value to those devices. Um, and so I'm really excited about Seattle as a city that has significant horsepower and talent in that broader space. Um, you look at, uh, you know, programs like AI2 is, is a great example of uh, a program pulling all of those different elements together to, to build new, unique, valuable businesses in the AI space. So that's, that's one area I'm really excited about. Yeah. And what do you, what do you think about blockchain? You know, I, I haven't really, I haven't really, you know, I, I don't know a ton about it. I know, I know what I know and I know what I don't know, but um, where, where do you kind of fall in the, in the blockchain space? Yeah, I, I think, um, 
I, I forget who the VC was on Twitter that I saw say this not too long ago, um, spends all of his time in, in, in blockchain and says he still feels like he doesn't really understand it. Uh, and to me, that was just kind of a, a wake up moment of there's so much promise to what it could be. And, and I think few people still fully understand it. And so um, I, I'm glad there's a lot of excitement around blockchain technologies and I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, but part of that progress, I think, will really rely on education around what the technology is so that people know how to think about it in their daily lives. Um, company we don't work with, obviously we're, uh, as a federally regulated bank, we, we do less in the blockchain space so far, but uh, a company that I think is really cool that's trying to make blockchain and, and cryptocurrencies uh, more accessible to, to common everyday folks is CoinMe. Um, and so anything we can do to educate, uh, including myself, folks on what's, what blockchain is and, and how to think about it, I think that'll add a ton of value for us as a society. That's great, man. Matt Rubright, VP of Early and Growth Stage Technology at Silicon Valley Bank. It's been phenomenal to talk to you. Um, we will definitely look for you out in the community. Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Lee. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. That's all for this episode of The Upper Left. If you found it valuable, please head to our Patreon site and contribute whatever amount you can to our show. Your contribution will support entrepreneurship and innovation in the upper left. Thanks for your support, and we'll see you next time on the upper left.